What's up, guys? Gator Johnny here. It is Saturday, December 16th. Good morning, everybody. I am just starting my day off. I am heading to work as we speak, and I wanted to hop on here for a moment and talk about something that I read on, uh, on the news this morning. There is a 70% chance that President Trump will, will conduct a military strike We'll, we'll, we'll use the military option against North Korea should they conduct another nuclear test. Wow. Wow, right? I don't think anybody wants that to happen. Not really. I, I don't want war. I don't want another war. Much less a war that can turn nuclear. What? Like, geez, that's crazy. But let's take the nuclear option off the table, even if there were no nukes. I, I, I just don't want another war, right? I mean, I don't think anybody does, not really. It's gonna cost lives and, and whatnot. However, having said that, at what point do you have to take action? I think we're there. I think we're there because the last thing we want is for Kim Jong-un to have nuclear capabilities or, or uh, intercontinental nuclear capabilities, right? We don't want him with missiles that can reach Washington, California, Florida, uh, the Midwest, like just anywhere in the United States. We don't want that, do we? And, you know, as unstable as he is, those are not toys that you want that kid playing with. Now, some would argue, yeah, but <laughs> President Trump is not that stable as well. No, I get it. Whether you like Trump or not, if that's your argument, the fact is he still has a, a government that he has to go through. In other words, there's a, a checks and balance system in, in the U.S. government. So he can't make necessarily a decision like that without going through them. Although I guess, yeah, I guess he can maybe with, with a, a nuclear strike. But still, there's still some impediments there. It's not like <laughs> Kim Jong-un who could just do what he wants. Can I, um, yeah, I would like some coffee for breakfast. Uh, can I have some of those American bagels? And bring me the big red button too. I think I'm going to press it. Like, he could do whatever he wants. He's, he's a dictator. Trump, it's a little harder. Um... So the last person in the world that we would want with nuclear toys is the leader of North Korea, but they're getting there. He's almost there. I mean, test after test, their stuff is improving, and eventually he will have something that can reach us. Do we want that? So then what can we do about it? Well, talking doesn't work. I mean, it never has. That's all we've ever done with them, and they're, they're still moving on, moving ahead with their program. So talking hasn't helped. That option is no good. The other is sanctions. Cut off their trade, cut off their food, cut off all these things. That doesn't work either because he figure he makes it work anyway. So what else is left? At some point, you have to take action and make your words mean something. When I was a dog trainer, I had a business called The Doggy Guru. I always used to tell my clients, 
don't give the command more than three times, otherwise it loses its meaning. If you have a dog and you're trying to get him to sit, and you say, sit, 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 and the dog doesn't sit, eventually sit's not going to mean anything. Sit's going to mean stand there and look at me. I always tell my clients, make it happen after the third time. So you tell him to sit, he doesn't do it, repeat it again. Tell him to sit, he doesn't do it, one more time. Tell him to sit, he doesn't do it, then you physically, you know, you put your hand on at the base of the tail, push his butt down, put him in a sitting position and say sit. You make it, you make it happen. Well, I don't know. I think we're there. We're at that point with North Korea where regardless of whether we want war or not, I think we're at that point. Especially when you think the fact that we're public enemy pub, blah, blah, public enemy number one for them. And they're going to have nukes? Ah, I don't know. I'm torn. This is why I don't talk politics. Because I, 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 I get... I'm torn. <laughs> I don't know. No war. But no North Korea with nukes either. Well, you can't have it both ways. By the way, it is mid-December. Which means it's that time of year. It's that time of year for... New Year's resolutions. New Year's right around the corner, guys. It's only like two weeks away. We'll be in 2018. It'll be like the Monday do-over on steroids. <laughs> we'll have a whole new year to reach greatness, a whole new year to reach our potential, to reach our goals, or to redefine our potential and our goals, and ourselves, reinvent ourselves, do something different. The problem with uh, resolutions, I think, I think sometimes we make them a little too big, too grand. Now, dream big or go home, right? You should dream big. But I don't think a lot of the resolutions that we make are realistic. For example, I turn 2018, January 2018, I am going to run a marathon, 26 miles. Bam, I'm going to do that, even though I've never run in my life. I'd be lucky if I run half a mile right now. You know what I mean? That is an unrealistic goal or an unrealistic resolution and it's not compatible i'm not a runner i don't care about running so i'm not going to put in the time to train to become a marathon runner especially in such a short amount of time so i think our new year's resolutions should be a little smaller a little more realistic and, and more compatible with us but anyway it's right around the corner Tell me, what is your New Year's resolution? What do you guys plan on changing in your life? What actions do you plan on taking? Or what actions do you plan on stopping? What hobbies are you planning on taking up? What business ventures are you planning on uh, starting, embarking on? What life changes are you planning on making? It's New Year, New Year's resolutions. Call in, let me know, I'm excited. It's another chance at greatness. 2018 is going to be the greatest year ever for all of us but you got to start somewhere right so what is your 2018 new year's resolutions let me know all right guys just a quick tip a quick anchor tip for those of us uh recording audio here on anchor.fm i've been listening to some stuff today and some folks are struggling <laughs> to get everything in within those five minutes because it sneaks up on you, right? We're talking, you're getting into it, you're, 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 you're settling on a groove and your message is coming out, your story's being told, your conversation is being had, 
and then the screen goes red. You got 10 seconds left. You got to wrap it up. What? Sometimes you'll end the recording, name it, post it, start another one, and name it part two. You can do that. You can do multiple segments like that if you'd like. Or, here's a little hint. You can make longer segments, longer than five minutes, without having to do two, three, four, five different uh, segments. It's the same as the advice I gave one time for call-ins. Because I know one minute is not enough for a lot of people. It's a lot of times it's not enough for me. Absolutely not. And the tip I gave for call-ins was, when your minute is over, instead of hitting done, just take your record button, hit it again, swipe it up again, and it will continue counting down from there. In other words, it'll start at five minutes and one seconds, five minutes and two seconds. In other words, it's still a part of that one recording. There was no break. There was no stop. There was no interruption. It just keeps going. And the cool thing is, because I've done it a few times with call-ins, when you put your background music to it, it's uninterrupted. It goes through. It flows through. You can do the same when doing a segment. You don't have to do the multiple uh, segments. You can if you want. It's pretty cool sometimes to see part one, part two, part three. But I did a 20-minute segment here one time by doing this all i did was when my time ran out i would just stop you know i'd just stop talking i would finish my sentence without necessarily finishing my thought i'd finish the sentence or leave it on a comma like i just did right now right and then i would swipe it up start it again and then i would continue my thought and nobody nobody could tell it's pretty seamless so yeah guys there's a way around the five minute uh mark just keep swiping just keep hitting that red record button and swiping up so that way you don't have to hold it or you can just hold it if you want if some people like holding it down while they record that's cool then just do it again <laughs> just keep going but don't end it don't hit done don't do anything finish what you're saying do it again as many times as you need to and you can have a longer broadcast i don't know if it's a bug or just something that we're not aware of because what happens is next time you're recording pay attention to it look for it when you're done right when your time is over if you look on your screen it'll say hit done or keep recording so it's an option that's been given to us it doesn't have to be five minutes it can be as long as you want it to so try that try that next time when you guys are running out of time keep talking stop your sentence let it finish, then hit record again and continue recording. Just continue your thought. Don't reset. Don't restart. Don't say, all right, here we are. We're back. Just keep talking and it will flow seamlessly. It's pretty cool. I don't know if it's something that they want necessarily to be made public, but it's pretty cool. And it's a feature. So if it's a feature, obviously we can use it. <laughs> I don't think it's a bug. But yeah, so there you go, guys. There's my my anchor tip of the day i guess longer segments it's awesome
Johnny, hey, I just wanted to give you a call in and thank you so much for following me on Instagram. I have not had a chance to interact with you much lately out here on Anchor. I'm really enjoying having fun uh, going back and forth with Sheena, but um, I so appreciate you following me on on uh, Instagram too. And let's spread the love across the social media platforms. I love it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Maria, you know, it's crazy how many people I now have following me on Instagram that I met on Anchor. And it's like two different worlds, right? And it's worlds colliding because I had my Instagram universe. But now when I do a post, a story, whatever, you know, I'll see a bunch of my Anchor uh, listeners on Instagram. And it is. It's so cool, isn't it? When you get to see familiar faces in an unfamiliar place, yeah, it's pretty neat. But heck yeah, I'm going to follow you on there. You know, I actually, (laughs) I actually unfavorited your station. Not on purpose. It just happened. Sheena has a theory that the favorite button is so close to the applause button that we use on Anchor that... If you give applause and don't really pay attention, you end up hitting the favorite button and you end up unfavoring someone that you are following. And I think she's right because lately I've had to favorite a whole bunch of stations that I normally followed and I don't know why I never unfavorited them, but it's probably that it's probably my, my finger hitting that button whenever I try to applause them. But yeah, no doubt. You know it. I'm going to follow you on Instagram. We're going to connect. You're on vacation now, aren't you? You were like in Denver at night and then in California in the day or something like that? Huh. Must be nice to be able to travel. Although I guess I should really talk because I live in a travel destination. (laughs) Central Florida. People usually come here and that's how I meet them. But anyway, I'll talk to you soon, Maria. Thanks for the calling. Hey, Gator Johnny, I was calling about the favoriting thing, and you know what? I can't tell who is favoriting me anymore. So sometimes it's kind of a good thing, I think, to unfavorite and favorite people again so that they see your name again, because I'm not sure how many people are following me. There's no list, I don't think, and I'll never know who unfavorites me, and I it's it's no big deal. But um, yeah, it's kind of funny. And the whole favorite thing, I am favoriting people out there that I want to stay on my wheel so I don't forget about them. So it is kind of a bummer when they disappear by accident, like you're saying, then all of a sudden, I'll be like, hey, wait a minute. You know, where is so and so? And I'll have to go search them out again. But uh, anyway, Thanks so much for favor for favoriting me. Hey, it's Gigi. Um, between you and Sheena, I'm not going to be able to th- fit through a door because my head is going to be too big. Um, but you certainly know how to make me smile. Thank you so much. I will definitely publish your call. I'll probably publish it about five times. <laughs> um, but I will save it for tomorrow because I'm already planning tomorrow's episode. But thank you so much. Um, I was just thinking today, actually, 
how life-changing Anchor has been, and it has been. It has been completely life-changing, and you are such a big part of that. So thank you so, so very much. And hopefully we'll be able to do a call sometime, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a lovely evening. Bye. Bright, beautiful world. My darling Gigi. You know I love you. You know Sheena Diane loves you. And you know what? A lot of people on here love you. You're cool. Like I said in the, in the, um, in the call-in, you are one of the most genuine people on Anchor. And that's not, that's not meant as a put-down to anyone else. I mean, there's a lot of genuine people out there. But there's just such a humble nature to you. You can tell. You can tell that you're this quiet, shy girl that you just want to wrap your arms around and take care of. <laughs> we just want to guard you from the world. And I'm sure I'm sure Kevin probably feels that way. Kevin Touch. I'm sure a few people feel that way. You know, you're our Gigi. You're our bright, beautiful world. You're that girl that we're, we're all going to take care of. Um, that's, that's the persona you put off, which is interesting because then there's that other side of you. You're a salesperson. And as a salesperson, you got to go out and get that sale. Now, I've been in sales. I know how salespeople are viewed. And I know that's not necessarily the case. Sure, there are unethical salespeople out there. But there's also ones that are not, you know. But you still need to, you know, have that go-getter attitude. And that's so opposite of the Gigi that we get to see. And of course, like I mentioned in a, in a what was it? I think it might have been yesterday in one of my broadcasts. It's just another side of you. We all have all those different sides, right? We all have, we all have the angel and the devil. It's in everybody. We have that quiet side. We have the loud side. We have the introspective side. We have the, the expressive side. We have the introverted. We have the extroverted. I'm sure as, as introverted as you are, and my darling, you're very introverted. It's so cute because even when you got onto your story on Instagram the other day and you were showing off your face, talking about the complainers, right? Those people who keep freaking bothering you, telling you to show your face. Damn them. <laughs> but when you were talking about them and showing your big, beautiful smile, you had your hand on your chin. You had your hand on your cheek. There was still that attempt to cover up a little bit. There was still that attempt. You needed something to hide behind, and we think that's absolutely adorable. But it's cool because you have those two sides. There's the 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 real world, Gigi, quiet, shy, uh, humble, genuine, and then there's the salesperson side, who has to make that sale, who has to you know be. I don't know if I want to say extroverted, but yeah, I guess a little bit because you have to talk to the people. You have to communicate. You have to connect and you have to make the sale. So that's awesome. The two sides of Gigi. I want to go to your store one day and like wear a mask so you don't know who I am and try to get you to make a sale. I'm going to make you haggle. I'm going to make you work for it. See how much, see how far I can get. Although I got to admit I'm a sucker. I'm not a very hard sell. Sheena laughs to this day because when I first met her, when I first started dating her, I, I don't even think I was dating her yet. I was courting her, right? She wasn't even my girlfriend yet. I gave her for Christmas this, this bag 
with this expensive hand cream and shampoo and body wash and all these cool sponges. It was like a whole uh, skincare kit. And I gave it to her for Christmas. And she was like, cool, you know, she really liked it. Well, it turns out I ended up buying like five of them. I ended up spending like a hundred something dollars, maybe two hundred dollars on like five or six of these freaking uh, bags with stuff in them because the girl, the sales girl, totally seduced me into buying it. <laughs> but not even seduced me like, oh my God, she's hot. I want to hit, you know, go to bed with her. No, she was just so nice and sweet, right? She came up to me and she was holding my hand, like rubbing my hand, like, like showing, oh, this would be good on your hand, this lotion. And you know, she's acting like she's putting it on my hand and she was just so soothing and, and <laughs> I just melted it. I'm looking in her eyes and I was just like, okay, whatever you want. And I walked away with like five of those things. By the time I got to my car, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> How did I get these? I could totally see you doing that using your, your shy charms to, to make a sale. But anyway, Gigi, we're definitely gonna call you. We're definitely gonna do something. Me, you, and Sheena Diane, record with friends, coming up. Hey, Gator Johnny, thank you for that last tip. I really did not know that you could do that because I'm thinking, call in it's such a short time that you can't get your thought out by the time you say, hey, this is Terry on Terry Johnson online, and I want to thank you for this, and I want to say that. The little red light is flashing, so I'm thinking, then you got to hurry up and rush and say what you got to say, and I'm, I'm like, this is not enough time, so thank you for that tip, and also I want to thank you for going to my Instagram post about net neutrality, which is this big topic this week. And actually, it's been a big topic for a while, but it really got a lot of notice this week. And I just had to talk about it because I sat down and just wrote a bunch of stuff that came to my mind, all of the thoughts, and I had to put them online. Terry, what's up, Ms. Johnson? Um... You're welcome for the tip. Thank you for the call in, first of all. I appreciate that. But you're welcome for the tip. I want the word to get out. You know, I, I want everyone to echo this, not because I want to get my name out there. Okay, maybe that too, but <laughs> don't we all want our name out there? But no, because I want people to know it's an option to make your your audio longer. It's there. It's a native feature. It's not... You're not really working the system. It's not a bug because I, I mentioned that in the in the in the segment. I don't know if it's a bug or, or something I haven't worked on. No, it's a native option. See, I talked about this before a while back that it's going to take us a while to get the hang of Anchor and all the little intricacies of it. This is one of those. It's there if you want it because when you're done with your your recording, when it finishes. It says it. It says you can either hit done or you can continue recording. And if you continue recording, it just picks up where it left off. So you can, in fact, have audio that is longer than five minutes. It's native to the platform. So, or longer than one minute if it's a call in. So, but yeah, you are welcome. I'm glad you, you, I'm glad it helped you. I'm glad, you know, someone got something out of it. 
And man, yeah, I just want to get it out there. I want everyone to know because it's important, especially, especially when you consider the fact that we get so many people, new people every week, every day. So I'm probably just going to go ahead and, and do another one of these in a couple of weeks, maybe in a month, because even if everyone echoed this one, by the time next month comes around and we have a whole tidal wave of new users on Anchor, it'll get lost. You know what I mean? It, it won't be out there. So I'll probably do another one. But um, yeah, no, cool. I'm glad that it helped you out. I'm glad it was, it was something that you didn't know. And I, and I contributed to that. So that makes me feel awesome. As far as net neutrality, Terry, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Because like I said, I, I believe I said this on your Instagram Terry Johnson online, by the way, follow her on Instagram. Something may not happen. Nothing may change. They may not do anything. But the what if is always there now. Now it's it's open to the possibility of them controlling where we go. Maybe they don't want you to go to Facebook. Maybe they want you to go to LinkedIn. I'm just using that as an example. It could be anything, you know, but. Maybe they want you to go to another, the, the, the cable companies are, be, here's a theoretical situation, and I'm just using this name because it was a big name before Facebook, but what if MySpace and Comcast or MySpace and Spectrum or MySpace and whoever cut a deal and now your, your internet company doesn't want you going to Facebook because they want to divert all the traffic back to MySpace and make MySpace big again. Again, hypothetical situation, of course, but they'll be able to do that pretty much. You, you won't be able to get on Facebook because you need, you need a way to get there. And that's what they're going to control. Those highways, those byways, those, those routes to get to these websites that we want to go to, or they can charge you. $20 to get onto Facebook or, or $100 a month or whatever. So, or they may not, you know, nothing may change. It may stay exactly the same. I don't know. Maybe it's only, maybe it is only so that the cable companies can continue to build new networks and create new jobs and all that. I don't know. You know, this is just starting too. We're not there yet. They just passed the vote. It's still got to get approved. It's still got to go to the courts and the courts, you know, people are going to be fighting it and there's going to be a long legal battle. So who knows what's going to happen, but... Yeah, it, it, it's kind of scary. It's a little scary. Some of us may not understand all the ramifications of it. It's scary. But anyway, thanks for the call, and Terry. Mr. Gator Johnny, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking on this North Korean story because, my goodness, it is of great interest. Listen, Trump could eliminate that nation from planet earth it could be gone tomorrow we don't uh god there's so many human beings that deserve a shot in that country are we willing to sacrifice hundreds of thousands of our own to give them the right to live in a free just society god that's a tough call Wipe it out, start over. Yeah, that's, a, that's a theory. But I thank you for taking on the question. Big question. Very difficult. I would not want to be President Trump right now.
And that's a thing, right, Kurt? There are, there are a lot of lives in North Korea that deserve a shot, that deserve to be taken out of there and given a legitimate shot. The next Albert Einstein might be there. The next great world leader might be there. Like, who knows? But right now, they're trapped behind that regime. When we think North Korea, we think Kim Jong-un. We don't think of the people. Ah, let's wipe North Korea out. Let's, let's just wipe the place off the map. That's how we think. I mean, for the most part. But the thing is, all we need to do is get rid of that one guy. <laughs> like, he, he's the dictator. His people are suffering, you know? So, I don't know. And yes, this is a tough decision for Trump. He's already unpopular. He's already unpopular, so what do we do? You know, my point originally was, I don't know. I don't know what we do. If they keep testing these nuclear missiles to try to get something that reaches us, I mean, at what point do you take action? I know Barbara, earlier today, Barbara Kay commented, I felt a little tinge of anti-Trumpism coming out of her comment, which is okay. But she said, yeah, you know, there, there, there is something we can do. I don't know what. Diplomacy doesn't work. It never did. It didn't work for Obama. It didn't work for anybody when it comes to North Korea, which, by the way, we're still at war with. We don't have to declare war on them. We're still at war. So what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough call. Do we want to sacrifice our people? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I've just listened to your segment. It's so funny because I have such a tough problem because I work in sales. Getting to people, you know, managers and things like that to just recognize how I work because I am not pushy. I am not salesy. However, I learned very early on that people don't like being sold to. They don't like feeling pressured. They don't like, they don't like being sold to. So, A, I would never sell a product that I didn't like. And B, I've, when I sell something, I've done my research. I know that what I'm offering is the best choice. So that gives me a, a lot of more confidence but I never do it in a pushy or salesy way. I can totally see you, Gigi, charming <laughs> your way into a sale. Charming. Because you're right. People don't like to be sold to. Unless, like, I think it's one of two things. You want to go in there and be surprised because you don't, you know, we don't trust salespeople to begin with. But if they kind of do the sale, you know, in a very nonchalant way and you walk away like I did with a bag full of stuff, you know, I walked away shaking my head like, damn, I just spent all this money. You know what? She deserves it. She got it out of me without me even realizing it. So I think when it comes to the consumer, I think we either want to A, be sold something on the sly without even realizing it, or B... No nonsense. Hey, I am your salesperson. I'm going to try to sell something to you. Like be straight up 
honest so we know what, what, what we're getting. The, the stereotype, I guess, is of the sleazy salesperson, right? That salesperson that kisses your ass and tries to get to know you. And it's all bull because you know the person doesn't really care. They just want to make the sale. I respect more that salesperson that basically just comes out. Hey, I'm going to sell you something. Let's go. Because you know what you're dealing with. But you... <laughs> you, I can see you being like that girl. Now, I'm going to tell you the story about the girl that sold me the the, uh, the face creams. I just kind of touched on it earlier. But I was in the mall. This was back in 2002. This is before I met Sheena. 2002. No, maybe it was 2004. Yeah, I think it was 2004. And maybe I had already met Sheena. But we weren't dating or anything. We were still courting and talking. But I'm at the mall. <laughs> and uh, and there's the kiosk there. And she's like, hello, sir. How are you? And I'm like, good. So she came up to me and kind of stood right in front of me. But not in a very threatening manner. She was like, so I just wanted to tell you, we have some sales going today. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm actually on my way out. She's like, oh, okay. And she shook my hand. Like, just like, okay, nice to meet you, right? And as she's holding my hand, she looks at my hand. And she goes, oh, no. And I guess my hand was a little cracked because it was cold. She's like, here, hold on a second. She went over to her thing, to her kiosk, grabbed a little cream, and just started applying it to my hand. So my hand is in her hands. One hand's holding my hand. The other hand is applying the stuff. Her touch was so soft. Again, it wasn't like a sexual attraction. It wasn't like I was like, damn, this girl's hot. And she was attractive, but that wasn't even it. I just was mesmerized. Like, her, she's touching me. This is so weird. But she's so soft. And, and just the way she talked was just so soft. Oh, yeah, this cream is really good. What's going to do is it's going to get into your pores. And, and I don't know. I don't know what she said. I'm just kind of making it up. But she was just kind of describing to me what, what, uh, what was going on. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to humor her and let her do her th spiel and then go. And <laughs> do you know of anybody who would like this? We have this cream here. Oh, and this was really good for the hair. Any girls in your life, friends, cousins, relatives, girlfriends, because this would really be good for the hair. And I'm like, yeah, I know some people, blah, 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 blah. And, and by the time she finished... I was putty in her hands. And again, not in a sexual way, just like, wow, I'll let you sell me whatever you want. Do you want me to buy something? Like, I was just like, holy cow, she charmed me. She charmed, she charmed the piss out of me. I was hers. She could have sold me more. She had pity. She only sold me five. And it put me out like almost $200. But that's how she did it. You know, she was just conversational applying it to my skin and just being very charming very soft-spoken I never never had to feel that she was selling me something she was doing something for my good <laughs> that's how it came off and it worked I could see you being like that just conversational and for those of you that don't know Gigi follow her on Instagram bright beautiful world she's got these eyes I'm telling you You'll, you'll buy anything from her. <laughs> All she has to do is smile at you over her glasses. Wow. Wow. Gigi, keep doing your thing, girl. You're going to be the next great sales girl. And now, some responses to my segment earlier today, this morning, the 2018 New Year's resolutions. Let's go. 
So, 2018, here's where I am. I'm going to have a ridiculously concise and intelligible worldview by the end of next year. I have all the groundwork laid, and I'm super excited to put it together. What I'm going to be able to do is put together an idea of the reality of existence, all of our human existence, all together by the end of 2018 that is going to rival anything that Plato or Aristotle or Descartes was able to manifest based on our current view of science and the religious view of humanity. It's going to be beautiful, man, but it'll be together. It'll be together by the end of the year. Woo! I am pumped. How about I create a theory of everything? I love it, Kurt. I love the... I love that you want to create a theory of everything. That's awesome. Someone needs to come up with a theory about everything, right? Although if you watch The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... I think, uh, oh no, the, the, in, in there they introduce the answer to everything, which is the number 42, so that's a little different. Which, by the way, fun fact for my fellow geeks out there, do you know why in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy the number 42 is the answer to everything? Because in computer programming, what is it, Lyco, no not Lycos, I don't know, in, in, in one of the languages, of computer programming, the, the digital languages, the number 42 represents an asterisk, and the asterisk is used when there's an unknown element. Kind of like in algebra, you know, you use the N to represent something. So the asterisk is used everywhere whenever there's an unknown thing, so you use it for everything. So, in effect, the answer to everything is 42. <laughs> Go figure. Who'd have thunk that, right? Who knows these things? Gator Johnny, your boy, that's who. But yes, I like. I also like the fact that you're going to come up with this concise explanation of, of existence and creation and everything. Come up with one better than mine, because I always believed that our entire existence, our philosophy, our collective presence in the universe, and the universe itself, is nothing more than a dream in a baby's head. <laughs> I thought of that since I was a little kid. What if we're all just a dream in a baby's head? Like my head. Maybe I'm a baby. Maybe I'm laying in a crib and all of this is a dream. You know how sometimes things seem too good to be true? Yeah, because it's in someone's dream. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's my theory of everything. But yeah, Kurt. Hey, do your thing, man. And let me know. Let me know what you come up with. We will follow the teachings of Kurt. Screw Aristotle. What did he know? Socrates? Psh, whatever. All he did was just argue stuff. Let's see what Kurt comes up with. The school of Kurt. Kid Johnny, my 2018 New Year's resolution, my man. Keep doing my thing. Keep being awesome. Keep doing the thing with the Anchor Nation 2.0. Just keep that up. And uh, can't wait to get that coming out. Let's roll. <laughs> KT, you're freaking awesome, man. For those of you listening on Anchor, 
enough said, right? Kevin Touch. Kevin the Midas Touch. We all know him. The freaking guy is all over the place. He is Mr. Anchor. Sheena Diane has called me the energy of Anchor. I'm the energy of KT because KT is Anchor. For those of you listening on one of my podcasts, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Google Play, if you're on Pocket Cast, if you're on Overcast, and you're listening to this, this podcast right now, on Anchor.fm, on the app, which is where, where I do this, Kevin Touch is the hardest worker here bar none it's not even close no one is even in the vicinity of kevin touch he is the man of the hour the man with the power too sweet to be sour the guy is everywhere and i guarantee you and i'm not making a sell here i'm not but if anyone ever decides if any of you listening to me in one of the other uh podcasts that i mentioned and you ever decide to give anchor a shot Anchor.fm, free app. When Kevin Touch talks to you, because trust me, he will find you. He will say hello. He will greet you. He will listen to your stuff. And he will interact with you. Because that's the cool thing about Anchor. It's not only a, a podcasting site, right? It's not only a place where you can put out content and listen to content and be done with it. As you can list here from my podcast people call in people interact with you there's a very social aspect to anchor yes you can come on here and just do a podcast and get it out into podcast world get it out to itunes get it out to app uh to uh, google play but if you ever come on here right and you decide to to make this your new social media home your new audio home because you got addicted to it a Look me up, Gator Johnny, and say thank you, Gator Johnny, for mentioning this to me. <laughs> yes, I know, shameless plug for my station. But two, you got to look me up because you're going to have to come up. You're going to have to send me a message and say, damn, dude, you're right. Kevin said hello because he is everywhere. He is everywhere. The man works harder than anybody I've ever met here on Anchor. He's going to listen to your stuff. And it's not just, you know, he he just doesn't do BS stuff. Like, he'll listen, he'll comment, he'll shout you out, he'll call you in, he'll mess, mess, uh, mention you in another broadcast somewhere else, he'll echo your stuff. Kevin is the man, but I got to tell you, Kevin, <laughs> the coolest part. Yes, all of that was just a build to this one moment. The coolest part of your 2018 resolution is you saying, just going to keep being awesome. I love it. That is awesome. Kevin Touch just wanting to continue to be awesome is awesome. Because again, for those of you that are not on Anchor listening to this, he is like Mr. Humble. The man doesn't doesn't come on here like, dude, I am Kevin. You will now listen to me. You will follow me. No, the man's humble. He'll talk to you. He'll call you. You know, we talk on the phone, like off of Anchor. The man's awesome. But I thought that was so cool. <laughs> Hey, 2018, I'm just going to keep being awesome. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? I'm going to try to beat Kevin Touch awesome as well. Because you can be awesome, but you can't be Kevin Touch awesome. Okay, this could be bad. You surprise your wife at home, and 
And he's opening the door and... Uh-oh. There's a club? He's a wolf, not a squirrel. He's a wolf. Jennifer, I hate it when that happens. You come home expecting it to be a squirrel and it's a wolf? God, that's so aggravating. But you know what? It's funny. I used to do stuff like that to my neighbors. When I used to work with, with reptiles, they would come home. I'd wait for them to come home. I'd hear them come home. We used to live in an apartment complex, okay? So I had, you know, all the apartments immediately around me, across the hall and above me. So my neighbor across the hall would come home. I'd hear them, open the door, slam the door, walk in their house. I'd walk up to the house. I'd knock on the door. They'd be like, who is it? And I'd be like, hey, it's Johnny. I need your help real quick. I just need to get help me with something. And I'd hear them go, all right, I'll be right there. And I'd run back into the house. And in a minute, I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd wait, and then I'd hear the ah! big old scream. Why? Because I brought one of the reptiles home with me from a job, a 12-foot snake, and I would put it in front of the door, and it would freak her out. <laughs> so instead of being a wolf, not a squirrel, it would be a snake and not need of assistance. Same thing, right? Kind of, maybe, I don't know. God bless that girl could sing. That's Leah Michelle, or no, actually, that's Rachel Berry from uh, Glee. I was singing on that. I didn't realize you were recording. Nobody heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard you. I had it right there next to the thing. I'm wrapping pres Christmas presents. Well, they should hear you singing too. You were like, you know, you're in the Christmas spirit. I am. <clears throat> but yeah, I am actually calling it a night. I've had a busy day today on my anchor station. And my voice is shot because I just talked a lot. And I talked a lot at work. Saturdays are always busy, so. But the reason I'm here with Sheena Diane, say hi, Sheena Diane. Hi. The reason I'm here with Sheena Diane is because y'all need to go to her Instagram. The link oh, yeah. is in my title. Because she did a live uh, Instagram live session today I did, I did. from my monster truck. While I was giving the tour. Yep, yep. So you guys will see why I'm always hoarse <laughs> by the time I get home yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, you're my horse. Ride me like a supermarket pony. Er, er, er. Oh, I can't even talk. But um, but yeah, go on Instagram. Look her up. Sheena.Diane. I'm going to put the link on the, uh, on the title of this one anyway, but... For those of you that are listening on the podcasts, Sheena.Diane. So Instagram.com slash Sheena.Diane. Look her up. Look at a story. And you'll actually get to see what I do. I talk a lot about it on here. The monster truck and the, the, the tours and <clears throat> going through the woods and the water and all the good stuff. But you'll actually get to see it because she actually filmed me in action today. So, so again, I'm going to call it a night. Night, y'all. Hopefully, because you know how it is. You get another call in, yeah. and you publish another Hopefully call in. You'll think in, of something. And think like, of something. Oh, I back on there and talk about this. Well, I don't know if I'm going to think of anything, because my voice is fading fast. 
So, but anyway, it was a great day today. This was a great uh, station day and podcasting day. It was a great day because I came to visit you at work. It was a great day because you came to visit me at work with the kids. You're wrapping gifts. That's also a great thing. Yes, it is. But uh, other than that, that's it, guys. I am out. Later. I will see. <laughs> I did it for you. You did it for me. <laughs> I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Later. Bye.